It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast with Steve Jackson and Mark Carpenter. Time for the Drive Brew Ha Ha featuring Herlinda. The Drive Brew Ha Ha is brought to you in part by the fine folks at the Russian River Brewing Company, where they are in the middle of their Pliny the Younger release, and I'm assuming all is going well there. I was there on Monday, and um, it was really nice, uh, of course. It was like uh, it was actually raining. The line wasn't very long. People were having a good time. It's an event. You know, right. it's super fun. You know, everybody's having a great time, and they're going in the gift shop, and they're picking out stuff, and you know, we got our two bottles and had some good food, had a big burger. I suggest eating with that 10.5% beer. But it was, it was so fun. It was so nice to have, you know, things somewhat normal again. Yeah. So I would recommend just go down there and go have, go have a good time. Speaking of events where you can have a lot of fun and good beer, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Battle of the Brews, which is going to be held on April the 9th. At the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds. Herlinda, who do we have in to talk about Battle of the Brews? We've got Paul Matlock and Dan Ferris from 2030 Club. Uh, Dan's chairing the event this year in their 25th year, which is cool. And I think I've been going since the very beginning. And then we have Tom um, Edwards, who is the brewmaster over at Old Cas Brewing in Roanoke Park. Um, we've actually had the pleasure of trying their beers before, but this is the guy that made the beers that we really like to you know. I like your beer. <laughs> good stuff. Thank you. Yes. Good stuff. Your counterpart, Brian, was very entertaining. <laughs> He's a good guy. But Battle of the Brews is iconic, so you guys haven't had it in like two years. I'm so excited to have this again. I'm, I'm judging. Am- amazed that it's been around 25 years. Mm-hmm. I did not think it had been around that long. Yeah, I think gas prices at that time in 1996 was $125, <laughs> $150. Um, yeah, Tickle was... Me Elmo is uh, flying off the shelves, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. There's a was... lot of iconic times, you know, and yeah yeah it's uh 25 years of a lot of beer and a lot of good times uh some great memories there and we're glad to finally bring this event back to sonoma county it's been a long time coming so two years of not having it i think there's a lot of people coming out to this event looking for a fun relaxing time so uh what it is for people who don't know it is in the grace pavilion at the sonoma county fairgrounds in santa rosa and there's all kinds of breweries and you pay a price and they're going to talk about that and you get a chance to taste you get to taste some food there's food trucks there's a band later there's dancing because after that beer you're going to want to dance and i have done that that just a few times Uh, we all have yeah well years ago (laughs) digital underground the humpty dump dance uh was there and that was a big that was a big deal like Mm, people came from like all over the place so (laughs) that was pretty exciting but um, you guys have a great cover band. Who's playing this year? Yeah, we have uh, two bands playing. The Voodoo Vultures, it's a local cover band, and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, owner Sally Gerard. Tomatoes. Gerard. He's a great guy. Great. It's a great band. It's a it's a good vibe for this event. I mean, we have, you know, 50 breweries coming out, so it's going to be a lot of beer and a lot of fun. So. And then you're doing just food trucks this year. How many food trucks do you guys have coming? Uh, actually, we're doing 12 barbecue teams and uh-huh. a handful of restaurants around Sonoma County. So there's going to be a barbecue competition. There's going to be ribs and chicken and tri-tip, all you can eat, too. So that's the best thing about this event. It's once you come in the doors, it's all you can enjoy. So for so it's one price for everything. Yep, yep. And it's, it's really a great value. I know. How much is it this year? Uh, this year it's $110, which okay. <laughs> it's about the same same cost as a tank of gas right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that, yeah, include, gas, that yeah. includes the food this year? Yeah, includes everything. Wow. Includes That's the bands, great. includes uh, watching her Linda dance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, now I you're take, down to 20. I take 20s for that, <laughs> 20s and 50s. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a really great event. All right, so folks buy a ticket and they come to the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. Yep. They walk through the door of Grace Pavilion. Bring your ID. What do they see? Uh, They're going to see, well, first, security guards. But beyond that, (laughs) uh, they're going to see some great food trucks. They're going to see Aces and Eights barbecue. They're going to see... Kaz is going to be there, the brewery. Um, We got a whole list of of breweries and ciders and seltzers that are coming up. Bear Republic's going to be there. Seismic. Uh, Couvert, Belgian Beaver, Two Town um, Cider House, which is that's that's pretty cool. I think they're up in Portland, right? Yeah, yeah. That's Actually, cool. we got a map on our website. We uh, <laughs> all the way to Belgian Beaver. Yeah, all the way to San we calculated Diego. it out to see how many miles it would be <laughs> if you wanted to actually visit all of these breweries. And I think it's over two thousand miles. So it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty intense to see all these breweries coming to Sonoma County, and it's a great place to try all these beers because. Honestly, I don't think you could do it for any cheaper or any better. Oh, you have Revision coming from Nevada, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite breweries. That was like, I think that was number three in the world of new breweries yeah. about five or six years ago. And they are number one in Nevada still. That's a, that's a great brewery as well. So you're not just getting local beers. You're getting beers from all over the place that you wouldn't normally just get to go and try and meet probably hopefully meet the brewers too yeah yeah i mean we like to focus on the local but we invite anyone who wants to come out so we get people from all over the country i know old Kaz has been a big supporter of the event and we support them so it's been this mutual respect in our community to have these breweries that we can you know have these fundraisers because at the end of the day people forget that this is a fundraiser right. that goes right back into the community helping. Children. Yeah, and I do want to talk about that too because I've been like I've been a big supporter of Twenty Thirty Club and what you guys do for kids yep. over the years too. And then there's a, there's actually a competition. A I was going to say, where does too. the yep. battle come in on this? Oh, yeah, the yes. battle the battle is actually happening as we speak. So people are submitting their submissions. They're sending them across the United States. They're coming into us. We're documenting and putting them into their categories. And on the a, day a beers, of, this is a beer sample. Yeah. Yeah. And on the day of the event, we have a BJCP judging competition so these are nationally ranked judges that come in and they compete in their categories for the the awards that we have for them yeah so i'm actually going to be one of the judges um i've judged a few times before so i'm excited about that and then right after that i head to italy to judge the italian national beer competition so wow. um but people everywhere i go people are always want to hear about california beers they want me to bring california beers so I, I don't worry about tasting at uh, about all the brews because I know they're all going to be really we're really lucky it's actually here. it's actually yeah. a tough competition because there's so many good, mm-hmm. good now beers. you you have the professionally judged competition mm-hmm. and I believe you also have the audience for lack of a better the word people's competition cho- people's, people's choice. choice yeah historically we've had a people's choice people mm-hmm. can walk around and scan a QR code and we're likely to bring it back this year um, we were on the fence with all the COVID regulations but April first. Uh, for those who don't know, it's kind of been relaxed. It's strongly recommended that those come to the event are vaccinated, but it's no longer a requirement. So people can come out, enjoy the beer, and they can start voicing their opinion on the beer. And the People's Choice Award will be handed out. Well, ironically, we actually had the vaccine clinic that I helped run for eight months at the Grace Pavilion. Mm. And... and- breweries would bring us beer too like for like for the like the doctors and nurses which was really nice but it's a big airy place so it's got lots of ventilation it's got huge fans inside i'm sure they'll have the doors open but that like it's a pretty safe venue for that and also even even if it did rain which would be nice we 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 do want rain we don't care what (laughs) like we'll take rain but it's 
you, you're very safe inside there. I've visited your website, battleofthebrews.com, and one of the things I caught in there, which I really appreciated, is you, 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 say, you tell folks, yes, we've got parking, but we really would prefer for you to take a ride share to mm-hmm. come and leave from here or get dropped off and picked up, which is a really honorable, responsible approach to take. It's, it's, it's a fun event. We encourage everyone to enjoy it responsibly, and that's the part we want to stress to everybody, that this is an event where there's more than enough food for everybody to try. So we want to make sure people are eating and drinking water and understanding what this event's about because you're going to sample beers from over 50 breweries around the country. So it's a great opportunity to try these beers, but also not to overindulge and put yourself or the community at risk. Uh, we really want you to you know, show up, Uber, ride share, um, go with friends, have people drop you off. It's a great opportunity. Designated to driver. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think with any beer fest, it's, it's completely not a sprint. It really is. A <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's across the board. Every single beer fest I've been to, that's pre- follow that logic and you'll be fine. So your beers, Harry and I were very impressed with the other day. And she'll get to the mic in a second. Yeah, tell folks. us your background, Tom, <laughs> uh, brewmaster over at Old Kaz. Yeah, so basically uh, got into brewing through my uncle, uh, went to his house one time, like pretty much 10 years ago, and he was home brewing with a couple people, gave, uh, basically gave me a sample of a beer he had made, I think it was like a pale ale of some kind, don't even remember, but it was legitimately good, like it, it actually blew my mind, so I pretty much... That was like a complete light bulb moment for me. It was a really like life changing moment. It sounds crazy, but after that, I knew I wanted to dive in and explore that area um, with everything I had. So then I basically, after that, got really into home brewing, went to the beverage people, got all the books, got all the ingredients, started mm-hmm. brewing like crazy, and just went farther and farther down the rabbit hole. And if you've been into home brewing, you know how intense it can get. And like, here I am 10 years later and there's like 10 more lifetimes of stuff to learn. So I got super, super into home brewing. And I think like, and you know, Brian, who was on here a couple weeks ago, we talked about, I think, and a lot of guys do, or and girls too, is talking about, oh man, it'd be fun to open up a brewery one day. And cause we were actually roommates at Sonoma state. So that kind of idea, once I got really into homebrewing, I was like, I wonder if it is possible to kind of make a go at this, like make this a business. Because he was becoming a lawyer. What were you in school for? Kinesiology. Yeah. So like study human movement. A lot of my classmates came like physical therapists and stuff like that. But yeah, so got super into it. The whole concept of whether we could make it a business or not kind of popped up, but quickly realized I had no idea about commercial brewing. I had no idea how the whole business side worked. So, and I think a lot of people that get into it kind of hit that crossroad. Mm -hmm. And so it's either you can go back to school, get a brewing degree or accreditation of some kind, or just hit up a local brewery work and try to gain enough experience to, um, to kind of make it through to the other side. So I just finished school. I didn't want to go back to school. So basically applied to every brewery within 100 miles. (laughs) And only two responded. And it was Budweiser in Fairfield and Bear Republic in Cloverdale. I wonder which one you picked. That was an easy decision. (laughs) But I actually, like, it sounds so stupid, but I I actually did give the Budweiser thing a try. In retrospect, it's kind of silly, but... 
I did work there briefly, kind of doing a graveyard shift and running this giant canning line that can more beer than we make in, you know, in a day than we make in six months, like just this. And I think like looking back, that was kind of cool. Like the scale, Mm -hmm. like they have their grain delivered on a train that literally the rail car pulls through the brew house. And it's just like, wow, like how big things can get. I think that's actually a good perspective though to like so like brian hunt from moonlight brewing like he worked at schlitz bazillion years ago. exactly went to school at uc davis but then ended up at at schlitz and then you know started his own thing but i think that's a there there is nothing wrong with having you know yeah i think it's that's legitimate work totally but uh so then but i also took the job at bear at the same time so started working there and i just worked in the maintenance department so this was back in 2012, and Bear is just absolutely crushing it. Like, Racer 5 is an amazing beer, and still an amazing beer, but they were just expanding through the roof. So I kind of started uh, out of the cellar, just kind of helping do demolition and stuff like that. And then just after being annoying for about a year, got the opportunity to move into the cellar, which to me, like, it wasn't glorious work you know it's scrubbing tanks it's scrubbing floors but i was so into brewing at the time that just being around that i was like this is amazing like it it did get a little mundane like after a while but in the beginning and it was just like it was magical like it was awesome and those guys you know ricardo peter rob roger like they'll always be just total legends in my mind like no matter how old i get like those guys are just total awesome so but yeah then and those Fast great forward. people you're around in beer, totally. no matter what you're doing, yeah. Um, and now we're kind of collaborating with Bear. We buy equipment from them, so it's like totally full circle. But uh, yeah, so then it just progressed. Like, got the kind of bumped up to the brewing job, and then after four years of brewing at Bear, it was kind of like that initial idea was like, all right, so maybe we circle back and, and try to make this thing work. So left in 2016 started drafting up a business plan hit up brian who at the time was actually like a captain on a underwater gold dredge yes doing a bunch of like underwater welding crazy stuff so Mm -hmm. and then we kind of joined up and that was like 2018 and then since then just been total grind like absolutely insane grind so you guys are over in runner park where you guys like located out there uh it's state farm drive okay so and he said that you guys kind of foraged like through like Craigslist and stuff to get all. Oh, your, it's it's your... insane! Like our flagship hazy IPA is called Free Craigs, and it's it's named after like the Free Craigslist business model. And I mean, I listen to a bunch of like brewery origin stories, and I've never heard anything like ours. Like truly, like we got a two hundred thousand dollar brew house for free. Like that's wow. insane, and it's you know that's just one of the things we've got multiple cold boxes our grain mill like if you go down the list it's if you were to put a dollar figure i mean it's at least three hundred thousand dollars four hundred thousand dollars worth of free stuff that and works too like we legitimately use this stuff that's cool actually you were saying earlier he listens to the show every every week yeah and i was telling her linda like appreciate you guys like fighting the good fight and promoting local beer so yeah what you got, speaking of? It's a tough job, but somebody's <laughs> yeah. got to do it. No, and I, I'm willing to put myself out there and do it. Sacrifice. <laughs> totally. What'd but, you bring? So, brought a few beers. I brought the beers we're going to be pouring at Battle of the Brews. We also collaborated with these guys on uh, Brews for Backpacks, so a portion of the sales go to support this cause. 
And you can tell us about the backpacks while he pours yeah. some beers. Exactly. Yeah. But the beer was our Midas Blonde, which is our lightest beer. And I think you guys had our Pilsner last time. So this is uh, just one tier below. It's not as gold. I love the gold. And it's – so, I mean, we're all about the stories. And the story, if you read on the can, is actually this beer um, – is named after Brian's the ship that Brian captained mm. in Alaska. So, and stories are just massive for our whole brand. So each can has a has a little story on the side. Most of them, some of them kind of the more seasonal ones don't. But so the Midas, what so this is a blonde ale. This is a blonde. It's got a little bit of fruitiness from the yeast, uh, but for the most part, extremely light, crisp, refreshing, easy to drink. I personally love this beer. I think it's super. I think it gets like kind of glanced over for you know for the for the Pilsner and some of the more romantic brands, but it's it's just such a phenomenal beer. Your Pilsner is a great Pilsner. It's a great beer. Russian River Brewing Company is celebrating 18 years in downtown Santa Rosa. Located at 725 Fourth Street, they're open daily for both indoor and outdoor dining. Stop by to enjoy their tasty pizza, chicken wings, and a wide selection of draft beer. Their Windsor Pub, located at 700 Mitchell Lane, is open Wednesday through Sunday for indoor dining. Both locations have a great selection of beers on tap and in bottles, cans, and growlers to go, including Row 2 Hill 56 and Citra Flash Mob. Remember, the Pliny the Younger release is being held now, March 25th through April 7th. Check out their website for all you need to know about their upcoming releases, including a new batch of defenestration, as well as news about their collaboration with the Pravda Brewery of Lviv, Ukraine. Putin Huilo is being brewed locally to help support their war efforts. For all this information and more, go to RussianRiverBrewing.com or call 707 545 Beer. We're in the middle of the drive brew, haha, with Herlinda and her guests. Cheers. We are, of course, sponsored by the folks at the Russian River Brewing Company. Uh, we're in conversation with Paul Matlock and Daniel Ferris of the Active 2030 Club of Santa Rosa about their upcoming Battle of the Brews to be held at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds on April 9th. Gentlemen, tell us about the Active 2030 Club and the work that you do. Yeah, first of all, I want to say thanks to uh, Old Kaz and um, brewing this Midas beer for us, the Blonde Ale, 4.8 beer uh, percent beer. Um, you know, portion of this, uh, first of all, get over there and drink it, and buy it. Um, <laughs> portion of beer. the yeah, <laughs> portion of the the funds actually go to underprivileged kids. And you know, quick story, I'm I'm pretty new to the club, and um, it's one of the things I kind of fell in love with. You know, with along with beer, obviously. But I have children on my own, and um, one of my first volunteer jobs was to really just pack a bunch of backpacks, you know, with uh, school supplies. And pre-COVID, we helped with dental screening, haircuts, and just took kids to the mall. And, you know, from what the club members were telling me about and just seeing the enlightenment of the faces and the, 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 this, it strikes me in my heart. And, you know, um, I love that we can kind of collaborate as a community and bring beer community kids and just family all together and it just really makes me proud so yeah i mean battle of the brews is one of the the big contributors to that event but also this uh back to school shopping event we do every year for the kids that paul was talking about is it's one of the best events you can go to um it's underprivileged children in our community here in sonoma county just 
who need our help. And we as a club, Active 2030, go out of our way to help fundraise. And we raise these, mon- these funds to take these kids to, you know, the mall. They get their hair cut. They get dental screening. They get a uh, backpack full of school supplies. And they get new shoes and socks. It's really a, a great thing for these kids who starting the school out, you know, I remember back when I was a kid and seeing some kids who definitely needed some help, and it reminds me of how how big this community is, yet how much of an impact we can have on it. Um, and Old Kaz is one of the breweries that's contributing to that through their their Midas Blonde Ale. Um, it's a great event, and it really is a it's a great organization. And again, the event is going to be held on April the 9th. Uh, what are the hours, and where can folks get tickets? Yeah, you get them online, battlethebrews.com. Go through Eventbrite. Um, reach out to an active 2030 member. They're all talking about it. Uh, tickets are $110, 1 to 5 on April 9th. All you can eat and all you can sample on beer. 50 breweries, 20 restaurants, barbecue competition. What can, what can go wrong? Can, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. Not wrong. And everything is intimate. Right. It's very intimate. <laughs> and benefiting that. a great cause. Oh, it's yes. the best cause. Yeah. And then you guys are both also in the business community. Brent, um, I almost called you Brent. His brother, his Dan Ferris, Brent Ferris' son. Dan, you are with Exchange Bank. And then, Paul, you are with Summit Bank, right? Summit Correct. State Bank. Correct. And so you're not just you know you're not just fly by night guys you're actually in the business community we and, are and yep. we're actually respectable <laughs> <laughs> you wear a tie every day right <laughs> unlike tom from old cast brewing keeping it casual <laughs> keeping it casual yeah very important beer makes it, the world go around exactly i think if it wore a tie it would look kind of strange on the brew house <laughs> what are we sampling now tom so this is our lavender rattler it's uh, it's a what cool an beer. Aroma. It's an awesome beer. It has a cool story. Basically, yeah. our team, Brian and I, we used to work uh, catering before we started, and while we were starting the brewery, and we would do these big events uh, like at Coachella and Bottle Rock. And inside the tent, it's blazing. It's it's like 120 degrees. And we worked with this guy named Mike, who kind of provided the lifeblood for the whole tent. And he'd bring around this lavender lemonade. And he's a fire guy. He lives in uh, West Sonoma County. And he would kind of bring it around to farmer's markets and whatnot. And so when we started the brewery and started branching out beers, we were like, man, we have to find a way to incorporate this into a beer. Um, and so what we did is take like a pretty our, – our base, our base kettle sour and then infuse it with uh, the lavender lemonade. And it's just – it's such a good beer. It's tart but not too sour. It's light. It's refreshing. And it's got the lavender character, but not in a in an obscene way. It's it's. Uh, it doesn't smell like grandma's soap. Exactly. It's really, it's really light and lovely. This and is not one super of the sour. most yeah. unique flavors exactly. I've ever had. It's in a, a great beer. beer. It's it's a fun one, and it is polarizing because some people, exactly like you said, they're like, oh, lavender soap, like they associate that, but the way w- that we brew it, you know, it kind of leans on the lemon and the sour. So I don't feel that at all and i feel like people don't either we haven't really had those kind of comments but yeah it's a great beer and very unique i think you know there are maybe a couple other breweries kind of experimenting with like lavender lemonade infusions but it's fairly unique especially like in this area i don't even know how to describe the flavor of this beer is that's how unique it is it's fascinating yeah yeah it's like i did not expect that for sure and it's again it's a very unique thing and having beers like this with and also with the story because mike's an old friend and being able to come together after we actually had the brewery 
and to be able to collaborate is really fun. What's the ABV on this alcohol on this? It's 4.4, so very, very light. light. Uh, it's a good session. Exactly. Great summer beer. Uh, we love it. Yeah, no, this is good. So I was just telling him, because like, I'm going to be judging, yes, and I am trying some of these beers. It is a blind tasting when you do competitions. I will, you know, they don't have the names out there. They might have the description. Um, so, yeah, sometimes that can be telling if you just had it. But for the most part, it's all blind. We're looking at color. He was asking what we're looking at. We're like, we're, we're judging for color. The first thing you look at is appearance and, and aroma and mouthfeel. And also if it's to style for the BJCP or Brewers Association guidelines, this, of course, would not be in a, its own. It, this will have its exactly. own style. There's it'll no be, style. Exactly. This beer. Yeah. It'd be a specialty like, type, yeah, yeah, type deal. Specialty, maybe specialty sours, depending on what they have that. Exactly. Gentlemen, I'm curious your reaction to this beer. Have you sampled it? I have. It's, I have. It's, Pretty light. I actually was thinking it would have a stronger lavender, but it's more right. more lemony. And I like the sour aspect the best. Yeah. yeah. When I think Rattler, I think just when I think Rattler, I just think juice, like just juice infused, and yeah. I think that the combination is very balanced. Yeah. Well, Although a Rattler in Germany is they'll have a, a, a like a lighter lager, like a Helles or something, and then they'll they'll do some lemonade in it. Just to kind of cut it and cut the alcohol, but it's great with like their German food. Yeah, but. it's it's like a lot of thing with the beer guidelines. It kind of like Radler style, I guess, might have been more appropriate. I mean, it's not a hundred percent like a based on the definition, but it's also funny, like because Mike, the guy, like the the lavender lemonade guy, he's so uh, particular. Like every little like ounce and the timings and how he's steeping the lavender, it's mm. it's amazing and. It all goes in once it's steeped and the tea is made. It goes in the same day, and we've kind of kept the process the same. And, yeah, it's been, like, one of our favorite beers to keep making. So glad you guys enjoy it. Well, yeah, again, it's it's one of the most unique beers that I've ever tasted, and I'm enjoying it. Um, and, and, yeah, Lavender Rattler from Old Cavs, folks. I'm going to take some beers with me back to Italy to, to share with the judges. Yeah. And I think I have to take one of these um, with me to But only one because I take the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, I brought plenty, beer. so you're good. Yeah, we have, I think we have uh, 50 judges. 50? Well, it might be more than that. Um, it depends on how things are this year in Italy for the Bito Delano. And, uh, so, but they always want California beers. So, of course, I have to bring some Pliny or I'm in trouble. I'm not allowed in the country without bringing some, you know. Yeah, and that's what's cool. Like, it's, <clears throat> and with starting the brewery, too, uh, just being in this kind of a beer mecca, like, having the highest-selling IPA in the country with Lagunitas IPA and then the highest-rated beer in the country for many years with Pliny the Younger. So, it's just, like absolute beer mecca so it feels really good to even be doing business in the same area as these guys because they're just you know they're titans truly of the beer world so yeah we're pretty lucky here super lucky you're in good company (laughs) and of course you will be pouring at battle of the brews yeah we will we're gonna be pouring four beers uh we're gonna have the lavender rattler our one-way IPA, which is our flagship West Coast IPA, and our Chismosa Mexican Amber Lager. And then we're going to do kind of like a mystery beer special release. It's kind of halfway through, uh, which will be really fun. Uh, and we'll announce that the day of. We're actually on the during the festival, so that'll be fun. Well, good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I know there's going to be great beer is what I'm judging at crack of dawn in the morning while <laughs> <laughs> before the event. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Daniel, let's uh, give folks the info they need to know once more time about Battle of the Brews. Yeah, Battle of the Brews, April 9th, 1 to 5 p.m. Uh, it's a great event. 50 breweries, you know, 20 restaurants, barbecue, tri-tip, ribs, chicken, two live bands. It's going to be a, a great party. It's going to be a great event. And the best part of it is all the proceeds go back to underprivileged children. So it's a huge event for the community. Uh, Act of 2030 puts that on, and uh, I'm glad to be part of it. And again, yeah. tickets. Tickets, one hundred and ten dollars. And even though people might balk at it, it's you know the price of gas right now. You're comparing this to a, a tank of gas to a all you can drink, all you can eat. That's what I was going to say. We want to make clear it's an all inclusive. Once you pay that ticket yep. price, you're done. Yep. Show up with your ID and your ticket and yeah. uh, attitude to have fun. You know, and you, and give and give the you know credit card receipt to your CPA. It's a nonprofit. You know, I. Like that? Yeah, I'm all over that. I'm, I'm all, like whatever. Linda is not a licensed financial advisor. <laughs> Please disclose that. Thank you. Nor is Dan or Paul. <laughs> but we do know how to run a beer festival. Yes, we do. <laughs> and again, 25 years. Yes, 25 years. It's a great festival, and it's uh, it's got a long history. Two years since we've had it since COVID, and we're bringing it back with a strong VIP feel. Good time to celebrate. We're ready, huh? All right, again, Battle of the Brews uh, occurring on April the 9th, which I assume is a Saturday? Yes, yes. Okay. Saturday. Yes. <laughs> book your babysitters, book your Ubers, or get your mom to drive you and drop you off or bring your mom yeah. and everybody go in a taxi. All right, guys, thank you for coming in. Paul Matlock and Daniel Ferris from the Active 2030 Club of Santa Rosa and their Battle of the Brews, again, April 9th. Tom Edwards from Old Cass Brewing. Appreciate you all coming in on Thanks, the Drive Brew. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.